Dun dun. That's my intro. Dun dun. We're back. In uh, week 10, I have a new guest with me today. Um, say hi, Mike Graham. Hi, Mike Graham. Um, we are uh, in the midst of what appears to be one of the weirder NFL se- seasons uh, I've seen in my tenure of watching. Um, I don't know about you, Mike Graham, but uh, every week just seems to be, I, I really don't know what to predict. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's really exciting. And it transit and it translates into fantasy football. I think very, very well um, for better or for worse. But like, as we will get to in short moments, our league is closer than you think. Uh, and the NFL is closer than you think. We had a lot of upsets this weekend. We had a lot of head scratching games. Um, but you've Justin Jefferson on your team. I mean, that Justin Jefferson catch. Oh, yeah. Know, if you I'm watched thrilled. it. Yeah. No, I uh, unfortunately I didn't watch it live, but I did uh, immediately notice when it happened because I had my phone up, opened a sleeper. Um, very happy to see numbers like that going up, especially on a week like this up against Pablo. We'll yeah. get more into that matchup later, but yeah, yeah, that felt good this week. But every game, I don't know. I've watched more. Um, I mean, ever since I started playing fantasy football, the other games have been more interesting. Oh, absolutely. Just, I used to only watch Bears games until I played fantasy. Right. But but this year, even if, even if I wasn't playing fantasy, I think like some of the other games are just crazy to watch. Um including as we'll get to, you know, the that that Packers Dallas game as much as it drove me up the wall and I wanted to punch a hole through my wall. It was it was a good game. It was a good game. Um the Vikings Bills game was a really good game. Um but first. So last time we had you on and as we have um called you out maybe many times via text, you were in fact the baby boy loser last year. Indeed um, I was. Yeah, you know, two years ago it was me. I made that really silly video that occasionally my phone will remind me. It will send me, hey, a memory from a year ago. Do you want to relive this? And I'm like, no, I don't. Um, Can but, I uh, memories? So for everyone's refreshers and for the two new people in the league, the punishment last year was that in the in the vein or spirit of the ESPN body issues where athletes pose tastefully nude in whatever sport they play. The loser had to make their own portrait um, tastefully nude. And from what I understand, because I have picture evidence, <laughs> uh, you have completed your punishment. Would you like to tell the group, maybe describe it, and then I will reveal right now that if you take a moment, if you're driving, please please don't look at it right now. But at so some responsible. point... Yes, look at the episode art, and you will see, in fact, uh, the punishment has been fulfilled. The deed is done. Uh, I had two weeks while Liz was in Munich on a work trip. uh, Oh, so she wasn't even there? No, she wasn't. uh, For a long time, I was going to enlist her as help, and then I just realized I had so much free time. I was like, you know what? This is it. I'm knocking it out. I'm getting it done. I was almost hoping for some maybe behind the scenes uh, photos, video, you know, Liz just laughing her her butt off <laughs> of you putting this together. Yeah, I will say, uh, while it was not, uh, it probably wouldn't have been terribly exciting to watch. Um, it was a lot of uh, Photoshop, actually, 
Mm -hmm. Uh, So originally the, the punishment was described as being, you know, take an artful nude in the style of ESPN body issue. And I don't recall exactly when it happened. uh, But at some point somebody said, I would take Mike Graham centaur koozies in, (laughs) in the group chat. My, my, my guess is probably John Mike. I don't know why. I'm just throwing that. (laughs) It was either John Mike or Joey. I'm sure I could find the text, but it's one of those two for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, long story short, that was a seed that got planted in my head and stuck with me for months. And uh, so, yeah, instead of instead of sticking to the script, I kind of went a little bit off script and I made myself I mean, a centaur. I mean, if you read what number one, this is all made up to be to begin with. Number two, you sent me like a uh, what do you call it? A mock up of your idea. And I thought it worked. I mean, I said whatever theme or whatever that you wanted, you are partially nude. Um, and it's, but you are half centaur, but I still think that qualifies. And it also fits with the art of the league that I had commissioned to begin with. Um, yeah, yeah. If you look, it might be hard to tell in the, the Spotify thumbnail, but if you look real close, you will see that I do have a unicorn horn protruding <laughs> up my forehead. So how did you, um, how'd you take, I assume you took a picture and then you just went into Photoshop and... Well, I took many pictures. Um, <laughs> let well, me, where let are all me, the outtakes? Uh, there's a whole SD card I haven't deleted yet, but oh we're not going to talk about where I put that. Um, oh, man. That's a Christmas I... gift for Liz, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I did promise her she'd get to see the contents of that flashcard. So, you know, you can talk to her about her experience with that after she sees. Um, I don't know if yeah, I want to know. The process, I'll be honest, I, I took a lot of time with this. I started by um, picking the photo of the horse that I was going to use uh, mm-hmm. so that I could light myself to match. And then I started... Gotta find, you got to find the right horse, you know? You exactly. Gotta... No, you got, I had to find one that spoke to me. Um, <laughs> no, and then, uh, you know, if you guys ever want a real good laugh, um, I highly recommend watching some YouTube videos on how to Photoshop yourself into a centaur. Uh, some of the cringiest material on the internet. I was in oh, tears. God. I was laughing so hard. That's pretty good. That's highly pretty recommend good. it. Solid yeah. use of an afternoon. And so you have a bunch of koozies. Um, I said to you, I think we should just wait. Um, I forget what date I said. January fourteenth or something like that. Saturday. Yeah, you're doing like a um, league wrap up party. Hopefully, yeah, it'll be. You know, the league will be over, but we'll have a little after party. We can bring those and. I still haven't announced it for some reason. It's been such a whirlwind, but I have, well, somewhere. Good Lord, they're in a box somewhere. But the the art that you guys have been seeing on the episodes, I, I had that commissioned um, from a guy in Australia. And all I told him was, um, I would like a burly man in the lumberjack style with a beard, riding a unicorn, holding a football over a rainbow. And he said, wow. say no more. <laughs> and uh, he produced that. Literally, that was the first draft, like the first mock-up. And I was like, it's perfect. It uh, is perfect. I didn't know you had that commission. I thought you like found it on the internet somewhere. No, no. It's, I hired a guy from beautiful. Australia. Yeah. Um, so I have not. Um, I talked to Joey about it because the thing about making T-shirts for any group is like you wear them once maybe and then you like never wear them again so like if people really want t-shirts we can do that um it also costs a lot more but i did buy i have like 50 
vinyl stickers that I'll give out at the party or if I see people beforehand or whatever. Let's um, make pink jerseys with rainbow trim on the neck and, <laughs> and on the sleeves, rainbow numbers. Yeah. Um, so anyway, those will be coming along with the koozies. So uh, that'll be fun. All right. So that has been fulfilled. Close the book uh, on it. Just because yeah. there wasn't an episode last week, uh, I do want to touch on Joey and I had a, a small side bet last week. Uh, oh, there for was a, a tin of. Oh, well, there was an episode. There was an episode with Chris, but I don't think I don't know if I. Did you tell was me that, about the side bet? I've been really bad about the side bets. In we, fact, you know I what? just. I texted yeah. Joey about the side bet separately, and he just said like one little blurb in the group thread. It would have been really easy to miss it, but okay, we did what have a side it? bet. Uh, it was just a straight side bet over our game, over the you know our matchup that week. Uh, whoever won got a tin of Boswell's best pipe tobacco. Uh, and That's a nice bet. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it's like twenty bucks for a tin. We both enjoy smoking pipes, so yeah, I thought it was a nice little you know casual side bet, nothing too hardcore. Yeah, nothing like a freaking eighth of weed or whatever. You have that. to smoke in one sitting. It's twice that much actually. So I guess. I forget when what I was doing during all those texts. I, I guess I need to discuss more with Grant and and Pablo about because they wanted to record an episode. Now, now, am I going to be sober for that? Does one per, should one person be sober? That's a great question. I've, I've my initial side bet request to Joey was actually uh, an additional quarter of Zaza, as Grant calls it, <laughs> um, to also be smoked during that same episode. And Joey said he would die. So I rescinded that bet and switched it for pipe tobacco. But oh, I couldn't. If I partook, like if I had to mediate, I would take an edible. I could not keep up with those two. There's. I mean, I'll tell you chance. what, regardless of how this goes, it's going to be a lot more fun to record that episode than to listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Unless you have it, another quarter of Zaza that you can smoke before you do. Yeah, well, it'll pro- it would probably be like the the godfather episode when i was kind of drunk when i was recording <laughs> but hopefully that was still funny i um, enjoyed it thoroughly um yeah uh, and there's another yeah go ahead oh i was gonna say i just want to include that with uh, uh the side bet with joey uh joey did win i had to buy the tobacco and i requested that they put a note in the box that said go fuck yourself and apparently <laughs> they did it they gave me a hand really note that said go fuck yourself yep so oh, i love it shout out to boswell's best or to boswell's pipe tobacco mm. Oh, I, I speaking of other side bets, I actually do know for a fact that the side bet of John Mike and Joey has been fulfilled with the golf balls. Um, oh boy! I will not reveal what is oh on those God. golf balls. Uh, I need to know. Well, there, there's times where you question. You're like, would someone be offended? But maybe that's that's a sign <laughs> that it should be revealed anyway. <laughs> Um, all I can tell you is that what is on these golf balls, if I was just playing a random round and I picked one of these up, I would, I would lose my mind. I would find it very funny, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that to them to reveal the actual golf ball, but it has been fulfilled. And finally, there is another side bet this week. I was on med for a couple days. Um, Brett and Grant had a side bet. I still don't know if they want me to fully reveal it. Um, but they had it between them because they faced each other. Um, and uh, they had a caveat of they had to do one thing, which I don't know if they want me to reveal, and that or pay the other person like 15 bucks or 20 bucks or something. So 
I don't think it's been fulfilled yet, but they can say otherwise. Um, okay, let's get to all the craziness of this weekend. And I'm going to start with my little rant on the Bears because I do this every week. I try to, I've been trying to be mindful of the amount of time I spend talking about the Bears because I know not everyone in this league is a Bears fan um, or even cares. Um, and I try to touch on all the teams that people are a fan of. So Bears, Packers, Colts, Patriots. I've been doing a bad job of the Patriots because it's also tough because they're an out-of-market team. So like their games aren't always on. Like Packers are usually on. Colts are 50-50. And obviously Bears are always on. Yeah, Um, it's easy to get the NFC North games. Yeah. Those Um, are always on. But some of the others... Grant, Grant doesn't care. Miami games are on... Because they're good. So John Mike. Although I don't. Does John Mike actually consider himself a Dolphins fan? I think kind of. Yeah. I mean, maybe this year. Maybe this is the Um, start of it. This is like uh, 06 for Chris and the Colts or whatever. Yeah. Well, Miami's really fun. And that was also the best Bears game I've ever been to. So it was great. This week, though, the Bears played the Lions. And I have like the Lions played the Bears. I have a thing. Well, yeah, at one point, the Bears were up 14 points. Uh, The Bears, I think, even on paper, are the better team, and they lost our defense. We traded away our good players to get Claypool, to get more capital for next year. That's great. We're going to lose games and whatever. But to a team like the Lions, it was very disappointing. I I still think Justin Fields looked really good. I think his throwing is being underrated. Um, but he can still improve on it. And at the end of the day, you can't deny his talent, what he can do running the ball, the way he makes defenses second guess everything he's doing. Hopefully once he gets talent around him, things start to cohese a, real, a little bit more. Him and Darnell get on the more, better page. Claypool is more involved. It could Maybe be really the refs cool. will actually call pass interference calls against Claypool. Yeah, the ref thing is so unfortunate. It's, it really is. Well, and then this week, it, the Lions were getting... Now, it couldn't have happened... To, like, the Lions are, like, known for getting bad calls against them. So it kind of was, like, the Lions were getting their due, finally. But it's like, why did it have to be against us? Couldn't yeah, it have right? been someone, like, against the Packers? <laughs> exactly. Um, and um, I, I think, though, at at the end of the day... I'm still happy with it, but Fields is not perfect. He still needs to work on some things. Um, I think Getsy is doing a good job. Um, But I'm sick of Bears fans, and this is my little rant piece. I'm sick of Bears fans being happy with these losses. The Miami loss was a happy loss because Miami is a Super Bowl contending team. We kept pace with them the whole game. And a muff punt really decided it, and then a bad ref call. But Justin Fields still had the ball in his hands at fourth and one. Equimania St. Brown dropped the pass. This week, a similar thing. No matter how bad those those calls were, Cairo Santos missed the extra point. The fact of the matter is Justin Fields had the ball with it in his hands with two minutes and 17 seconds left, and we couldn't do anything. And People are, and 
online everyone's like oh well this is great for the tank look now we have the number six draft position and blah 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 well you know what else helps developing a quarterback which is what this whole season about is justin fields development winning building confidence (laughs) you know establishing a culture that when we get the ball two minutes in our hands we can go down and score you know it's so like and and we can sit on Reddit or on this podcast and, and say like, oh yeah, this tank, the tank winning is great. This is going to be so good for the team. But those guys in the locker room want to win. They're not playing to tank, you know, and they're people and they want to win. So like, I just, the Miami loss, I think you can chalk up as like, and I think even fields and some of the players were like, you know what? We fought hard. That was a good game. And we came short, but against a lions team that has the worst defense in the league. Yeah unacceptable not great i agree there's uh there's too many mistakes made during the lions game to be blaming it on the refs it was one thing with the the dolphins game but you're right ultimately if justin fields has the ball in his hands and he has a chance to make those final points and turn the game around he should be making those that's uh, we need to set him up for success like you said if we want to build his confidence now conversely i will say he's out here breaking records so yes. I'm sure he's still feeling <laughs> some sort of confidence. You know, he's so, he's playing good football. Well, and that's the thing. You can still look at the tape. And I I was listening to some podcasts. And um, every week, JT Sullivan on the QB School, which is a YouTube channel, former quarterback, he, like, breaks down. He's non-biased, non-partisan guy. He just breaks down quarterback play. And he is, like, over the moon about Justin's development, especially over the past month. And it's really fascinating to listen to him break his – like almost every play down that Justin does um, for better and for worse. Like he calls them out too on stuff, but it's been really, if people are interested in that, they should check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, I definitely will. Uh, I've, I've definitely noticed progression with Justin Fields in the last five or six weeks. He's just been steadily crawling his way up the QB rankings on every fantasy app. Every, you know, sports analyst out there is talking about Justin Fields. I think he's like QB one this month. It's crazy. Wow. Um, now the running stuff isn't sustainable for no. maybe for this year, maybe next year, maybe two or three years, but we're hoping to have him for the next decade plus. Right. He's not going to be putting up 150 yards rushing every week. So no. we want to see the passing thing. We need an offensive line. We need better wide receivers, but we also need a defense, <laughs> you know, because yep. we 30 points against the Lions should be enough. All right, I'm done with the Bears rant. I've talked to Yeah, we're, we're good. I've been trying to lessen it. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to my to my second angry. No, let's let's go positive. Let's well semi positive. This Jeff Saturday situation that we had Chris on last week, and we kind of talked about the whole Jeff Saturday being hired out of nowhere for the Colts. The Rooney rule, you know, he's a white dude that just got the job with zero experience. Meanwhile, there's people in the building who have been head coaches before or coordinators or people. I think, I don't know if you paid attention to it. Everyone was trash talking this call. I mean, everyone. And then they, and then they won. (laughs) The Colts, the Colts went out there and won. Um, So I don't know. I didn't watch the game, but I watched some highlights. Um, but I also know the rate they played the Raiders. The Raiders are a dumpster fire with Josh McDaniels at the helm. Yeah, so is this a so Raiders hot. loss or a Colts win? 
so curious what Chris is saying right now in his car. He's probably yelling <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah, I, uh, I unfortunately, I was not really keeping up with this, but I heard you guys talking about it. And hey, just to hire someone out of the blue like that with no experience doesn't really bode well with me. And certainly if I were a player for the team, it would not inspire confidence. Like, who's this guy telling me what the fuck to do? Like, I've been doing this a lot longer than he has. Yeah. But again, like you said, they won. They uh, won. How, how much of that came down to Jeff Saturday, I think, is probably only going to be known by the team. Well, he played his good players. I mean, Jonathan Taylor was back. That helped. Uh, Matt Ryan started again. Matt Ryan ran the ball for a record fucking QB run. (laughs) Everyone was so impressed with Justin. Um, Ancient geriatric Matt Ryan ran 39 (laughs) yards. Okay. Um, But on the flip side of that, the Raiders. Is Josh McDaniel going to be fired before the end of the season? After the game, the Raiders owner came out and said he's coming back for 2023 no matter what i'm like why are you calling the shot in november uh <laughs> or is he going to be knocking on bill belichick's door is he sending him late night 2 a.m sweet nothing texts being like can i come back daddy please <laughs> yeah please <laughs> bring me back uh, and now I miss ian the sweet, is yelling air. yeah and now ian is yelling in his car hell no please don't come back or is he he says no but i don't know anyway I guess we'll see what happens next week when they... I don't know who they're playing, but I assume it's a team better than the Raiders. So we'll see. Um, Next was the Packers game. All week long. Not all week long. The Packers had lost five in a row before the Cowboys game, and everyone had written them off. Which, I have to admit, even I was like, I think the Packers do are, are not good. However... They still have Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy came to town and Aaron Rodgers evidently looked at himself in the mirror and was like, not today. (laughs) I'm not losing to that fat mother who like ruined my middle teen years with this team or whatever. Joey's now yelling in his car. Um, Yeah, we're just going to get to everyone one at a time. (laughs) And... I couldn't believe it. I, I, could I was not just about to say that I'm I'm blown away. I like I didn't even watch the game. I was uh, occupied that day, but I uh, I couldn't believe it. I I would have literally put money on the Cowboys to win that game. Mm-hmm. They have I'm an shocked. explosive offense. They have an explosive offense. The Packers' defense has been lackluster. The Packers offense has a quiet quitting Aaron Rodgers with no wide receivers. And then Christian Watson just decided to come out of nowhere and be the guy three touchdowns, I think. Um, so is this a Mike McCarthy revenge? Aaron Rodgers is just pissing in his face or is this an upside Packers team? I would like to think I I've been saying even through their five game loss win-loss, or losing streak. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the greatest QBs to ever play the game, and so when you have him on the on your team, like, it's got to be something. Um, yeah. I mean, undeniably, he's, he's going to go down in history, right? We're going to forget about Rex Grossman. We're going to forget about Jay Cutler, except for smoking Jay Cutler, of course, but Aaron Rodgers is going to be remembered. Um, just like we remember Brett Favre. The Packers yeah. are known for their, their legendary QBs, and He's just another one to tack onto the list, man. Yeah. Uh, so will they make the playoffs? We'll see. Doubtful. I don't know who they're playing yet either. Uh, or I, this week. 
I they're a Thursday night on... game though. They're a Thursday night game though. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, it's um, man. Now I can't remember either. I'm fried. But any anyway, as I very spicily did in my texting, and I apologize to kind of Joey and also our friend Justin Krause. I was texting him on the side, and I was spicy that night, mostly because I had been drinking kind of all day while doing house projects and watching the Bears lose to the Lions. <laughs> and by the time the Packers were on, I had had a spicy margarita, just and full I of got, salt. Yeah, I got double spicy, and I was yelling. And uh, but I still, even sober, and two days later. Packer fans can't complain <laughs> until Aaron Rodgers is not a Green Bay Packer anymore. I don't want to hear it. You guys are yep. fine. I agree. And Joey, you can yell in your car at me all you want and tell me to F off, which you probably are. <laughs> yeah, I think the Packers are on the uh, the Grant Whelan track right now. I think they're, uh, they're due for a bit of a comeback. Yeah. All right. And then finally, real quick, um, the Vikings beat the Bills in, I think, the best game of the weekend. Um, I didn't watch it live, but I watched um, the highlights and especially that Justin Jefferson catch. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very happy to have him on my roster this week. Yeah, he. I have him in Bonner's League and uh, he helped me win. So <laughs> I, it was great. Um, so but Vikings 8-1. and one. The Eagles are now 8-1 and because they lost to the Commanders. Like, Eagles what I'm lost saying. Like, to the Commanders, man. I know. It, I really, I think except for the Chiefs, and even though the Bills lost, like I think they're still contenders or whatever, but like I think this year's playoffs are just going to be absolutely wild. I have no idea. Like, are the Vikings actually actually legit? I, it's crazy to me. It certainly looks like it, um, <sighs> but I mean, like you said, this has been a crazy season. There's upsets every week. Uh, another one that, you know, no one in this league probably cares about but Carolina also beat the Falcons this week. Yeah. It just left and right teams that should not be winning games are winning games. Yeah. And Tampa and, Bay, uh, kind of similar to the Packers, Tampa Bay beat a very hot Seahawks team. Mm-hmm. So is Tom Brady feeling it again? Are they kind of no. coming back? I, don't I know. refuse. I refuse to <laughs> ever support Tom Brady. Sorry, Ian. Um, uh, so I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. Um, all right, let's get to our league now and talk about the scores. Um, I I just go by the order of which Sleeper shows me. So this is not in any particular order. Um, I faced off against John Mike. Lost 106 to 97. Um, I actually... Th- this sounds like I'm like being uh, facetious about it maybe or something. But like I, di- I truly did not expect to win this week because I had Lamar and Joe Mixon on a bye. Um... And then once Juju went out really early with that scary, scary hit um, and he's in concussion protocol, I was like, yeah, I probably don't have a chance. Yeah, but I actually, good. I got closer than I thought. So GG John Mike. Um, yeah, it's within 10 points. Yeah. It's a close so game. It was closer than I thought. Um, and if, I don't know, I'd started Colt McCoy instead of Joey Bradford or whatever his name is. Anyway. Um Next, I have Pat Dooley absolutely destroying. Sorry, Josh. Uh, yeah. 162 to 96. I mean, uh, that's just a monster score. Pat's no one. team. And Pat didn't even have, he did not have Kyler Murray. Uh, so who went off? Barkley did great. Tony Pollard did great. Oh, CD, that's right. CD Lamb, like, totally 
did his thing at Jeff Wilson in Miami. So Pat's team still scary. Um, and then, oh, and let me let me just get to this now since we're talking about Josh's team. I have him under some pity party. Uh, maybe Josh is taking the crown from Grant's head of the pity party because Grant has been kind of the king of that roost for a while. Uh, Cooper Cup is on IR, missing probably at least four weeks, which unfortunately is that's how much we have left in fantasy. (laughs) Um, Just enough to completely screw Josh over. And you look at his roster, you got Brees Hall's IR, probably done. Shad Bateman IR, J.K. Dobbins IR, now Cooper Cup IR. Uh, you know, luckily, it looks like if if there's some positivity, James Conner seems to be taking, like he had two touchdowns, he's looking better. Rashad White seems to be taking over the backfield in Tampa Bay over, um, what's his name, Fournette. Um, yeah, Amari Cooper me. had a <laughs> Amari Cooper had a down week, um, but he still is Kelsey. Um, and uh, you know, in Josh's favor, his matchups coming up are okay. They're not great, but they're okay. Uh, yeah. He doesn't he doesn't have to face Pablo or Brett or Dooley or you again for right. the rest of the season. So that's big. That helps. Right, but regardless, Josh, you get the pity party this week. So. Um. Once again, you might have to make some moves. Although you had some people on buys, and um, you know that's the other, like bye weeks are we're we're definitely in the thick of the bye week stuff. All right, so next matchup I had Joe T, one thirteen beating out Chris with eighty nine points. Um, Chris, my man, Sanders had a down game. I don't know what's up with Debo. Kyle Pitts. Should he just drop Kyle Pitts? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. Uh, I he just like what? What are we doing? Um, I'm I'm Chris. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it because I face you next week. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Joe T. He had some people out. Uh, snagged. I swear on the Holy Bible, I was going to. Get once Josh Allen was officially in, I was gonna drop Casey Keenum and take Davis Mills and freaking Joe T swiped him. Yeah, you were immediately when he yeah. swiped him up, you were like, God damn it. Yeah. Um but the big thing for Joe T, a little pity party moment for him. Zach Ertz is out, I think possibly the year. Yeah, out for the season. Oof. So that's that's a bummer for him because he he was he was a pretty productive tight end because tight end is a freaking barren wasteland. He is on the bright um, side for him though. He's got T.J. Hawkinson on his bench, who is a very oh, solid does? tight end. Yeah, dude. I don't know where when he picked him up, but oh, he's yeah, fine. He'll be all right. <laughs> but he's fine. Uh, no more pity party for 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 Joti. Um, all right, next, Mike Graham, you beat out uh, Pablo one twenty five to one eleven uh, by sheer luck. I yeah, well, Justin mistake. Jefferson and Christian Kirk went off. Yes, they did. Uh, I was so nervous for this game because I think this really is what determines whether or not I'm still in it this season. Sure. Um, and I think if I had lost this week, my hopes would have been a lot lower. But now, you know, let me step back a little bit. 
going into this game, I was super nervous. I didn't really have anyone to play in my flex slot. I had a lot of bye weeks going on. And I said something in the group thread or in maybe it was in the sleeper chat, but I said something about wanting to trade for someone uh, equivalent to one of my players that wasn't on a bye week, week 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got offers from two people. That was Grant and Brett. Grant yeah, was making some offers for, yeah, right. Grant was making some offers for James Robinson that were just too hard of a loss for me to take. Um, So I turned him down on all of those, and Brett offered me DJ Moore. Now, right off the Mm -hmm. bat, I denied the trade. I In Sleeper, I said, no, not going to happen. I talked to Brett about it. I told him why. But I got to tell you, man, Brett's a fucking salesman. I think he might be in the wrong industry because he he sold me on DJ Moore so hard. and you know what? I still, retroactively, I still think it was not a bad decision uh, to play DJ Moore over MVS. MVS is not reliable. He had a good week this week. It would have been more points. But, like, really? MVS in the Chiefs where there are 85 weapons on the field at any given time? Like, uh, not a reliable uh, option. Brett, I think you could say, is what you would call a, um, he could sell ice to an Eskimo. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to call him a snake oil salesman because no. he does he does have some decent trade offers. But um, no, I, I literally was on med for two days and the amount of fantasy football talk between Brett and Grant was consistent and constant and Andrew T a little bit. And it did make me miss. I mean, the whole reason this fantasy league kind of started is because a lot of us were on med um, and now a lot of us have left. But the, the texting... And the communication, number one, is better than ever this year. Um, but there's been a lot of back and forth. But I have to admit, it's way easier in person. Um, and when you are in person, you can really push some narratives and sell some things. <laughs> it's true. It's a lot easier uh, to say no over a text. Yes. Um, but I mean, uh, that's sales 101. Listen, I personally would have not done the trade you did. But... You know, sometimes when you just make decisions and it happens and whatever, you move on. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if I knew what I know what I know now, I also would not make that trade. I want Kenyon Drake back. Now, <laughs> Brett, if you want to reverse that trade, get at me. But I'm sure you won't. He's got uh, you know, Kenyon Drake was appealing to him because he has Gus Edwards too. So now, like, yeah. One of his sales pitches to me, you know, he's interested in Kenyon Drake because now he'll always have Baltimore's RB one. Sure. Yeah, because J.K. Which, Dobbins is... Who knows what's happening with him? I, uh, uh, If anything, you know, this is going to come to bite me in the ass if I do actually make it into the playoffs this season and then have to face Brett and he wins because of fucking Kenyon Drake. That'll be my <laughs> my karma, the crow I have to eat. Yeah. Um, And then on the Pablo side of it, it just seems like his team kind of... Uh, they didn't do bad by any stretch. Um, I guess Kittle was the underperformer that he probably would have liked a little more from, but just a little bit of a down leak week, but he still scored over a hundred. He would have beat one, two, three, four, five, six other teams. So matchups. Um, all right. Then moving on to maybe the biggest upset of the week, uh, Ian 94 points to Joey's 92 points. Joey, once again, with, 
close match of the week. Probably, definitely, I'd have to count him up, but he probably has the most. Um, I had a lot, but not, but this one, and he's probably cursing the heavens. Um, I, I mean, and you look at his bench, it's not like his bench did that much better. So he just, I guess his team just underperformed this week. Um, yeah, I mean, Joey has had nothing but unfortunate luck this season. Every <laughs> team he goes against matches the energy of his team or vice versa. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I guess Derrick Henry definitely underperformed. Um, but Denver has a good defense. Uh, but, you know, props to Ian. Props to Ian, his team finally coming up. Um, Congratulations, Ian. Uh, and, you know, you look at Ian's team, like he he had some underperformers too. So it, it could have been a close match. Maybe Ian's team. I mean, Ian is sitting at four and six, even though he's the lowest scorer in the league. Um, and you compare that wow. to Joey being the second highest scorer. He's up yes. there for sure. No. Top three or yes. four. It goes Dooley by quite a bit, and then Joey, and then Brett. No. And then me and you. I'm sorry. Sorry, Pablo. Left you out to dry. Oh, it yeah, goes, Pablo's up there. It too. goes Pat, Pablo, then Joey, then Brett, and then myself. Um, but freaking poor <laughs> Joey. Third highest scorer, but he has... Is he? Let's see. Does he have the most points scored against... Eleven sixty two, yeah, yeah. Tough break, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's uh, he's still posed for top six. And, yeah, I mean, here's you know, the this... thing. That's the thing. It, it he if his team makes it in, which I think they will, then you he's, gotta do. it's going to be scary. You know, yeah. Then you that's... know, it, people forget sometimes that the uh, that our our regular season standings don't determine the final standings. No, but that for, uh, I think if you do look back, if you do get that bye week, um, a week, I think ours week 15, the week 15 bye week spots one and two, it, those teams tend to make it. I think last year is the first time. One of the first times it didn't happen when I beat Joe T to go to the finals. Right. Oh, Okay. No, 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 no. I did not. No, I did not go to the finals because I got third place anyway. Um, but conversely, for the Dookie Bowl, the same thing happens. The last two positions, yeah. uh, 11 and 12, they get a quote unquote bye week, but it's harmful because it's for the Dookie Bowl. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, that's going to be. And that's going to be interesting because right now, well, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. So, um, congrats to Ian. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, burped. Sorry, Joey. And then finally, Brett held on to his win, one sixteen over ninety eight. I really against Grant. I thought that was going to be closer. Um, it looked like it would be for a while. AJ AJ Brown had a really bad game. He got one point, and Dotson Oof. got one point. But Dotson has hasn't been doing that great but um aj alone i thought could he he could have easily be like gotten him over 116 didn't happen i'm still no believer in grant's team though still a believer i still think his he has talent on his team so but we'll see yeah he had um, a lot of unfortunate breaks i mean even his kicker this week uh young hoku 
Yeah. He was on like a 56 yeah. kick streak without missing. And he, he missed like three field goals in a row or two field right. goals in a row. Right. Or it wasn't even field goals. It was extra points. Yeah. That's um, brutal, man. That's just so, bad luck, I think. So now looking at the league, um, it's still close, but I think you can split it into tiers and we'll get to our power rankings next. Um, but starting at the top, you got two seven and three teams. You got two six and four. You got one, two, three, four, five, five and five teams. That's crazy. Uh, you got one, four and six, one, three and seven, one, two and eight. Two and eight is definitely a tough hole to climb out of now. Um, three and seven, uh, you know, Chris, maybe you'd have to really win out. Basically, both him and Grant would, I think, have to win out, and people at the top would have to really start losing. Um, I mean, if any of those five and five teams, including myself, were to lose three games and Grant were to win three games, mm-hmm. we'd be tied. Right. So it's still but that's counting that but there's five five and five teams. So that's right. the <laughs> that's the rub. And we are entering week eleven. Um playoffs start week fifteen? Fourteen. Hold on, let me look. Fifteen. It is fifteen. It is fifteen. I don't know why I can't remember. Yeah, fifteen. So we have including this week four more matchups. Um, that fight, I think for the sixth spot is going to be really interesting. I, although the fact that Joey lost huge makes five and six very interesting. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, Brett, Brett and Pat are only two games up. I'm Pablo and I are only one game up uh, over these five and five teams. So Big, big matchups coming up. Um, a lot of those five and five teams are playing each other in the next four weeks also, which is going to shake things up a lot. Yeah, because someone has to win and someone has to lose. So I think right, maybe, uh, uh, you know, what? next this, week this... it's going to be clearer for sure. Yeah, you know, what? I think maybe this week I'm going to do my homework because um, I'm going to. I'm assuming these next I'm working on fire the next couple two days, but then after that probably won't be working until after Thanksgiving. Cause everyone's all the shows kind of take breaks. Um, maybe I'll take the time to do some homework and figure out some playoff maps for the final three weeks. That'd be really fun. Um, but, uh, as I always say every week, it is far, far, far from over. Um, and, uh, We'll see what happens. And, you know, the, the other thing about it is like a lot of us are still going through buys. And in fact, up into week 14, I think, is the final buy week, um, which I know for a fact the bear that's when the Bears buy week is. And for someone like John Mike, who Justin Fields can now be a league winner. That's huge. That's the week that decide that will decide some playoff spots and he's not going to have field. So the bye weeks are also going to be really interesting uh, the next few weeks. But I think a lot of the major teams have already had them. But I just want to throw it out there. His uh, week 14 matchup is Pablo. So he's in for a tough match. He's going to really wish he had fields. Yeah. You know what? I'm definitely going to do that. I'm going to do some, I'm going to take some time to do some homework and try to 
map out some key matchups in these next few weeks. Um, yeah, I think I've the been... picture will be very clear after this week what has to happen to make it. I've been looking at the the week 10 through 14 matchups for like two or three weeks now. Oh, wow. Just because everything <laughs> everything is going to hit the fan now. I, I'm happy because I think I have some fortunate matchups in the upcoming weeks, at least as far as our current standings go. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like you said, it's far from over. Anyone can have a crazy week. This is yep. the silliest NFL season I think I've ever seen. Yep. So, I really can't predict who's going to go off any given week. Um, it's so. so hard to tell. So we'll see. Um, but it's going to be really fun. Um, and on top of that, and I'm going to mention this now, uh, this is the trade deadline week. So I think, it, I think everyone got a notification when they opened up sleeper that I think after Thursday or after these slate of games or like is Thursday, the deadline, I think it's I Thursday. Think, yeah. Thursday. So. Um, yeah. Like once the games start Thursday, I think trading is done. So you want to make it it if you think your team is good i imagine there's i predict there will be one or two more trades but we'll see um all right let's get to our power rankings i need this is where i need some like transition music yeah this this is like a bit or a segment yeah the really podcast within a podcast power rankings all right switching my bottom two that's interesting last week no, I, well, I had last week I had Ian Chris. This week, Ian won. Chris didn't. Goes Chris Ian. Chris is number twelve. Ian's number eleven. That's funny. I uh, about thirty seconds before you said that, I literally switched my bottom two, uh, and I am also Chris Ian. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the fact that Ian won this week is huge for him. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could he's four and him. six. I could He's get him out of the bottom six. two slots, man. That's that could be enough to to not have that bye week in the Dookie Bowl, that which is really help. Really, is bigger than you think. <laughs> oh God, it's it, just being in the Dookie Bowl is so nerve wracking. I can't imagine being <laughs> in it and not even getting a chance to like crawl out of it. I I will say, as someone who has lost, and you've been both, you've been a champion and a loser. I indeed have. Um, I was more nervous during the poop bowl than I was when I was vying, when I was vying for the championship. And 100%. I got really close. <laughs> 100%. And it feels so much worse to lose than it does. And yeah. it feels good to win. It's not even comparable. Like winning. It's like, Oh cool. I get some money. I get a trophy. Yeah. That's dope. I get you the club. Good. And then when you lose, it's like, I, I just want to die. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Oh my god. It's just it's definitely the worst. Uh um, especially knowing your punishment. And you know, mine didn't end up being so bad. I know your experience was different, but No, but yours is still I mean, they're all they're all bad in their own right. And I I, I think this year also is gonna be kind of a combination of the bo- of both. Uh a little embarrassing, but if the right person loses though, it could also be really fun, even I think for the person involved. So agreed. Yeah, Grant had some good ideas when he was uh, when he was more concerned than he is now. Yeah. Still, um, might want to keep brainstorming though. And speaking of such, I have Grant still at number ten. I had him at ten last week. Um, he he lost. He has the worst record in the league. So I know Chris and Ian are probably a little butt hurt by that. But 
I just still think if you look at Grant's roster similar to Joe or similar to Joey, it, he has a better roster and he gets, you know, bad matchups. So, uh, yeah, I have someone who's also going to be salty, and that's my number ten, Josh. Mm, I put yeah. Josh down here this week because he is in rough shape. Yes, he uh, is. His team has been decimated by injuries again and again and again. The waiver wire is a desert. Uh, I just he's going to have to make some clever trades or use some of that $230 of fob cash or whatever he has. Yeah. He's a lot. <laughs> he's he's going to have to start poking some people about some, uh, some high end players, but I don't know. I think he, he could potentially crawl his way out and end up higher than Grant. But for right now I've got him in number 10 and then my number nine is Grant. Okay. For the reasons yeah, yeah. we've uh, discussed at length. Well, my number nine is Josh. So the, and I might have thrown Josh a little lower. I do think he still has Josh still has some talent on his roster. Um, do I think keep him out of the poop bowl? I'm not sure. Um, and maybe Cooper Cup is in time. If Josh is in the poop bowl, maybe Cooper Cup comes back in time and that would save his rear end. But that would be a game changer. At the end of the day, Grant is still two and eight, so I kept him at ten and I put but I did drop Josh to nine. Um sorry, Josh. Um my number eight. And I kept flipping between the my eight and seven. So I'll I'll say I, my eight and seven. I did too. Um I have John Mike at eight and Joe T at seven. Same. Yeah. Um, but I think you could really interchange him. I agree. Uh, um, I think it's really just a matter of who wins the next matchup. Mm-hmm. These are both middle of the road teams, middle mm-hmm. of the pack where they're in the fight with me and kind of with you for just staying in the top six. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think pretty much five through eight is all kind of a rat race at this point. Sure. Um, yeah. And Joe, Joe T, Joe T, I was talking about Joe T too. He was like, I just feel like his team is all like good, not great people. Um, and then uh, the only reason I almost put John Mike above uh, Joe T is because number one, the Packers kind of came alive. And so like is Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones going to actually start playing like they should have always been like they have been um, the whole season. And then the emergence of Justin Fields. Like, I was listening to one of my other fantasy football podcasts, and they were like, Justin Fields, if he keeps it up the way he is, and maybe not the exact same rushing numbers and all that, but like, if he just is as explosive as an, and whatever as he is right now, is he a top five QB pick for fantasy next year? Maybe. And it's because of how scoring works in fantasy. It's not because the Bears will necessarily be winning more, but it's because running gets you a lot of points and that's why Lamar and Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen are the top and even Patrick Mahomes are like the top quarterbacks is because they throw and run and right now there's no better QB runner than Justin Fields not even Lamar is as good as him at that right now he was in the beginning of the season but not right now so that was a long-winded way of saying and that's why I was like kind of flip-flopping John Mike and Joe T John Mike has fields, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, mine... I I did just look at the uh, the matchups for both of those teams. John Mike's might be a little preferable, but they're pretty 
pretty like dead even honestly i think it's going to be a tight matchup between those two mm-hmm. um number six i have you i also have me oh uh, wow, look at us <laughs> the only reason i put myself ahead of john mike and joe t is because i have more points for and more points against um, yeah i mean your team i think is still good um i don't still uh as far as wins and losses, you know, we're all middle of the road. We're all five and five or four and five or five and six or whatever. I don't know. We're all, we're right. all right in the middle though. And uh, I think like we were saying before, once we see what shakes out this week, it's going to be a lot easier to tell where the season's heading. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just think you're, I mean, you got at the end of the day, you got possibly the best wide receiver in the league and just Jefferson. Um, so any given well, week, certainly now just, that Cooper cups down. Yeah. And he can pop off and give you 30. Yeah. But I think even before then cups numbers have been down because the Rams have sucked. And then you have Austin Eckler, who's also really good. He had a down week this week, but he's still freaking good. So your team is yeah, solid. I'll still take, I'll still take nine plus points out of it. If that's, a I bad definitely, week, that's I, fine. I definitely think, and I was going to say this earlier, like there's some tiers you could argue the top six in our standings, like the real standings, where you, Joey, myself, Pablo, Brett, and Pat are one tier. Um, and then Joe T and John Mike are kind of in their own. Maybe you could throw Josh in there, but that'd be a courtesy bone. And then you got Ian, Chris, Grant in the bottom. Um, we'll see. I think that that those are definitely the tiers, and I think now we're entering the near the top tier because I have myself at number five. I also have you at number five. Where? Yeah, um, we're we're dead on with most of these. Yeah, uh, I did have some major people on by this week, so I don't think it was a true representation of my team. Um, but I still don't have a true number one wide receiver. And Juju, unfortunately, just went down. I don't know how long he'll be out. And it's a real bummer because I feel like he and Patrick Mahomes were really finally starting to click. Yeah, I um, had him for the whole beginning of the season, and he just couldn't find that chemistry. And as soon as no. I traded him to you, he started going off. Yeah, he started getting better. And so hopefully it's nothing too serious and he's out of concussion protocol, but I'm not counting on it. Um, yeah, you might so be yeah. down for a week, but... You know, yeah, he should be back before uh, playoff time at least. Hopefully. Yes, and really, what I bank on is the fact that I have Lamar, and I have three top ten running backs in Joe Mixon, Christian McCaffrey, and Damian Pierce. So that's what I'm writing. You know, yeah, you're like, in good shape. You're kind of doing all. what I'm doing. Like I don't have a QB one. I have Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo right. might be a QB one this week, but you know, yeah. Generally speaking, I've got three QB twos, and then I've got a couple good RBs and the mm-hmm. best wide receiver in the league. Yep. Not to mention Mark Andrews. I've got probably the best tight end in the league too. Yeah, him and Kelsey for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's Cole Komet on the rise. Ian yeah, snagged so. him up. <laughs> I think uh, that was a great pickup. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, number four, I have Brett. Oh, we differ here. I have Joey at number four. Joey. See, I know Joey's five and five. Um, Brett has slightly less points for a uh, point scored again or four than Joey. Um, and I just think when you look at Joey's, I have Joey next at number three. 
Um, and maybe you could interchange them at this point because at the end of the day, Joey is kind of losing. And I think the big thing with Joey's team, Derrick Henry had like a down day or whatever. Um, Nick Chubb was fine. The rest of his team was fine. It's Herbert is the one that's kind of screwing him because Herbert, I think he was expecting a lot more points from, and that's what's been kind of hurting him week in and week out. Um, but he's just not performing anymore. I still just think when it comes down to it, if like in the playoffs, I'd rather have Joey's roster right now. And it's mostly because Brett doesn't really have any running backs at all. <laughs> um, well, he's got Kenyon Drake. He does have Kenyon Drake, but he didn't even start. Oh, he was on a bye week. That's why. Yeah, well, so maybe Kenyon will be better because right now he's starting, you know, DeAndre Swift has not been that good. Jamal Williams is fine. He puts up decent numbers, but. So that's, Gus that's Edwards, my reasoning. Gus Edwards should be back after the bye week, um, at least according to what the, the Ravens have said. But he's injury prone. I think that's why Brett was gunning so hard for Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting. You know, the only reason I put Joey below Brett is just because of Joey's bad luck. Yeah, I, sure. There seem, he seems to be cursed this season. I don't know what witch he pissed off, but someone <laughs> someone put a hex on his fantasy football team. For real. For real. He should, uh, honestly, he should be top two. There's no reason he shouldn't be, but. Oh, totally. He should be right up there with like Patton and Pablo and all them, but we'll see. Uh, yep. Who's he faced Still a few week? more weeks. Uh, Joey's got a couple favorable matchups coming up. Um, oh, he plays my brother. Interesting. Ooh, that would be interesting. And then is Josh. Week, Josh needs a win. Week thirteen, he plays you. Yeah, that will also, also be a big. That'll be a big matchup. He also plays Dooley week twelve, which is going to be tough. But then he plays Grant week fourteen. So he's got a couple favorable matchups and a couple not so favorable. We will see. All, All we right, know my is number, that whoever he yeah. plays is going to show up that day. <laughs> uh knock on wood. Uh number two, because you had Brett, I assume you had Brett at three. That's correct. Yeah. Uh my number two is Pablo. Mine is as well. Uh his team is even though he lost, still really good. I think he had a number of people on five, if I'm not mistaken. Ramondre Stevenson. Did. Actually not really. But he, uh, just some people had some down weeks, but his roster's freaking good. Um, I keep, I really just keep flip-flopping him and Pat, and Pat's my number one, and yours obviously too. Um, I mean, 162 points, that's, I didn't look it up beforehand, but that's got to be one of the highest scores yeah. of the season. It's definitely one of the highest. I think the only person to even come close to that was Pablo. Yeah, Pablo, yeah, Pablo had, like had a really big week. seven points in a game or something, yeah. And I think uh, I broke 150. Joey's broke 150. A, f- a few of us had broke 150, but 162, woof. Um, that's huge. And that was with Colt McCoy in at quarterback, too. Wow. And Daniel Jones. So. Unreal. <laughs> Congratulations. Anyway. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, so just to quickly recap. At 12, I got Chris. At number 11, I got Ian. Number 10, Grant. Number 9, Josh. Number 8, John Mike. Number 7, Joe T. Number 6, Mike Graham. Number 5, myself. Number 4, Brett. Number 3, Joey. 2, Pablo. And number 1, Pat. Mine were the same. I flipped John Mike, or sorry, I flipped Josh and Grant, and I flipped Joey and Brett. 
but otherwise we're exactly the same. Nice. Um, oh, I just found it. Trade deadline is this week. You will not be able to make or accept any trades after this week's game. So Monday night game. This upcoming Monday night game is the last you can make a trade. Um, all right, real quick. Let's just look at the computer. We have in last is it has Josh. Oof. Does not like all the injuries that Josh has. Number 11, we got Ian. Number 10, we got John Mike. Interesting. Number 9. Whoa, this is weird. Number 9 is Brett. Hmm. I don't buy it. I'm curious how they do. Well, they do show, actually. They have, like, this whole chart thing. Anyway. I mean, it uh, had me at number 1 for a very long time, so. It did. It did. Uh, number eight is Chris. Number seven, Joe T. Number six is Grant. See? Saying Grant's team, up arrow. Okay. I agree. Um, number five, you're, you. Number four, myself. Number three is Joey. Number two is Pablo. And number one is Pat. So we agree with, I agree with the top three at least. But uh, all right. And then finally, I was just going to look ahead here um, to week 11. Any uh, interesting matchups we got? Let's see. <clears throat> I'm facing off against Brett. That's actually a pretty big game for the top of the, the top of the leaderboards here. I uh, mean, we have, we have Dooley and Ian. I think that would be amazing if Ian pulled a, an upset this week that would be a huge that would be the upset if ian took down joey and and pat back-to-back weeks those would be uh some major upsets here uh grant and john mike i think that's the matchup to watch agreed i that think could, that's going to be the closest it's going to be really close and it would it's be important. huge for grant yes um you're facing off against chris chris needs to do some work I mean, I'm not going to look at projections right now because I assume people a lot will change tomorrow oh, when sure, waivers right? when waivers go through. Um, and then Pablo against Joe T, also a really big one, um, especially for Joe T trying to climb back up there. So, yeah, th- you know what? This week is pretty interesting. Um, and I guess we'll see what happens. All right, any final words before we uh, we log off here? Uh, no, just. Uh... Sorry it took so long to get my punishment done. You guys will all have your koozies when we all get together at our our post-playoff uh, meetup, whenever that ends up happening. Yeah, I think uh, it I will made, be fun. I made exactly 12, so if anyone says, oh, can I get one? The answer is no. <laughs> There's exactly <laughs> enough. No, this is for us only, and don't lose them. And also at that party, everyone will be getting stickers. Um, it'll be fun. Uh so yeah, all right. Keep the texting going. Keep the trade talks going. Keep the side bets going. Um, and uh, thank you, Mike Graham, for coming on. Yeah, it was thanks fun. for having me. Uh, and uh, I'll uh, good luck to everyone this week. And hopefully, we get another very fun slate of games. All right. Until next week. See you later.